You're listening to the Touch of Flavor podcast, episode 33. Hey guys, so you might have noticed the intro is uh, a little different or way different than normal. We've got a different kind of episode for you today. So if you've listened to the podcast long enough, you've probably heard us talk about our child. So our son is now in high school. He's a teenager and he has spent most of his life with us being Polly. And you may have heard us talk before, you know, we don't necessarily introduce uh, every person we're talking to to him, but Eventually, if we're with somebody long enough, they do wind up meeting our son. And throughout the years, he's met some of our partners. Uh, we've had two partners who have lived with us. Um, he's had, you know, sibling type relationships with some of our partner's children. And, you know, he's, uh, he's kind of the, the quintessential poly child. So, you know, we get a lot of questions from people about children, about how to handle their children in poly situations, about how being poly can affect your kids. So, you know, we think those are very important questions. And the kid is uh, very technically inclined. You know, he helped set up uh, some of our podcast equipment when we first got it. And ever since then, he's been pushing us to let him be on the podcast. So, you know, we finally have gotten enough questions about, you know, how does stuff affect kids that we really thought it would be helpful to sit down and talk to him and get his perspective on growing up in a poly family and how that's affected him. Uh, so Cassie put out something on Facebook. We filled up on questions incredibly fast. Uh, we screened them. Um, we had to had to cut a couple of them out. Uh, but today, Man Cub's going to be answering your questions. Initially, when we did this, we were going to ask him the questions and then have somebody read them back in for him. But you know, we thought about it, played around with some options, and we wound up altering his voice. You will be unsurprised to hear that he does not, in fact, sound like a chipmunk in real life. I don't know if we're going to be doing this again for reasons that I'll talk about at the end. But in the meantime, here's Man Cub, and I hope you find this helpful for yourselves and your families. All right. So we have the kiddo in the studio today. Hi. So you've been kind of interested in the podcast as far as being on it because you know we podcast all the time and actually we got a bunch of questions from people who wanted to get the perspective of a poly kid so are you ready to answer some questions yeah sure <laughs> okay so we're gonna dive right in and start answering those questions so the first question is from mike from colorado what's your favorite thing about having a poly family is there any advantages i guess the advantages would probably be that if you, like, let's say you have a homework that you need to do, one parent might have a bunch of skills in science and the other might have a bunch of skills in math. And you get a lot of different uh, help from different people. Uh, and, I'm, and I always joke around with people and say that there is a disadvantage and it's that I can't get away with anything because I have three different people just investigating this. I mean, that it's like if I try to say that I did my chores and then one person might be like, oh, yeah. 
yeah, you did that. And then the other two are able to figure out that, oh, no, you didn't do your chores. So you've got three parents uh, making sure that you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing instead of just one or two, huh? Yeah, it's a lot easier to get away with things with one or two parents rather than three. (laughs) All right. So our next question is from Jackie in Maryland. It's actually my friend Jackie. Um, And she said, how do you explain your family to other people? So I try to explain it in a simple term by using the symbol of the triangle. So imagine that there's three people. There's one on the top. There's one on the bottom left and the one on the bottom right. All of them are all of them are connected to each other and they love each other in the same amount of way because it's equal in length on all of the lines. And usually people will understand, but some people will be like, why are, you, why are your parents in a three relationship rather than two? And I just try to explain to them that you can love more than one person rather than just one person. And monogamous relationships are pretty much the same as poly relationships in my point, as long as you love the people the same that you do for your other partners. So Emma from New York says, what age did you know your family was different than others? Different than others? I think that was from the start, but when I figured them out as in poly relationships, oh, when was it? Uh, I probably figured it out when I was maybe like seven, I think, because they were in they were in the relationship before this one. And I started getting the grasps of like poly relationships and how they work. And then as I got older, like I started realizing that, oh, you can have more than just a triangle. You can have people that are like all the way down the line. And you're, and it got, you know, like I just was able to process more information and just like put together things, how it worked at the last. And since like pretty much when I was seven, I was able to figure out that my parents were in non-monogamous relationships most of the time. All right. So Nick from Washington State, did you come out as being from a poly family? If so, when, why, and how? So this is actually a funny story because how I came out actually had to do with a Spanish project. So basically it was doing a project on uh, tu familia and that means your family. So what I did was, is that I did all of my family members that I could, that I knew or at least knew of. And I went all the way down the line through my grandparents and my mother and father. But this is when Amanda started being in a relationship and I fully understand that she was in the relationship. And basically what I did was, is that there was a sign that you could do that was not married. And I basically put mom and dad together. And then I put Amanda right next to them that said not married. And I put under it that they were, they were in a relationship, not brother and sister. And it was kind of funny because a lot of people read it and they were like, are you sure that it's not your brother and sister? And I was like, yeah, it's not my brother and sister. They're in a poly relationship. Most of the people in the class didn't understand, but you know, a few understood, including my Spanish teacher. And pretty much from there forward, like most people knew that about my family, (laughs) including my vice principal that was pretty cool about it. So there was a couple parts of that question. So you did it for the project, but he also asked why. So why at that point did you feel the need to? Well, I felt that it was important because at the time I realized that Amanda was part of my family, even if we weren't related by blood. And um, just real quick, because you said a uh, Spanish project. So what like grade level was that? That was, uh, I think that was seventh grade. Yeah, I was seventh grade. And I was in the first uh, Spanish class that you take to take high school Spanish. All right. So next question, Christina from North Carolina. And she actually has two questions. 
How comfortable are you when first meeting your parents' new partners? And do you ever feel weird about it? No, I don't really feel weird about it. I mean, I mean, I might feel a little bit weird about it because, you know, they're someone new, but I don't feel like awkward around them. It's just, oh, I haven't met you yet. How's it going? It's not as much like I'm confused about it as I am just, I just don't know them yet. So by the time that I know them and, you know, I'm in, they're in the family for a while. It's not like it's anything bad. It's just, I know you now. And also you're a little shy. I'm shy in general, so. All right. So how do outside friends react when they learn about your family being poly? So I got another funny story for you. And this was during my eighth grade year of middle school. And I was on the bus once and I was texting Amanda because we were talking about handling homework and talking about picking me up from sports and all that. So somebody approaches me and and asks me if that was my sister. And I said, no, that is my mom's girlfriend and my dad's girlfriend. And they were confused for a second because they thought that both of my parents were cheating on each other on the same person. And I kind of cracked up at that for a second. And I tried to explain it to them. They didn't really get it. So I just kind of just let it go. And it was kind of just awkward for a while because it's sometimes really hard to explain to people about what your parents are because, you know, you're not like the majority of the people. And so is like that reaction pretty common? Well, I feel like it's not very common now that I'm in high school. Pretty much everybody knows. And it's not like they have a problem with it. And if they do have a problem with it, it's mainly just I try to stay away from them. So I don't bring in my family. So, but aside for that, no, there's not really any problems or like they don't really understand at this point. All right. So the next question is from Wilson and he's from Maryland. And he says, do you maintain friendships with ex paramours? By the way, I love that term, which is a new term, which means your parents, other partners. If so, um, how have your parents arranged that for you? So our ex-partners, how do you work that out with still having relationships with our ex-partners? Well, my parents used to have this partner, and I got along well with her and her kids. So so basically, we sometimes will get together maybe for a picnic or something like that. And we, you know, maybe go to the park or, you know, they just came come over and play Xbox with me. And they're pretty cool about it. I mean, sometimes I kind of feel like things get awkward. But aside from that, I mean, we try to schedule things out and it's pretty normal. All right. So our next question is from Robert from Maryland. Do you have any difficulty with students or teachers? Are you the weird kid in school because of your poly family? Well, I did towards the beginning of towards the beginning of when I told people about my parents' poly relationship. Uh, they kind of were confused about it. You know, they might have like been weirded out by me, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like it was, they were bullying me because of it, or they really just hated me because of it. They just really tried to not understand it. And there wasn't really any problems aside from that. And as far as teachers, did you ever have any teachers that gave you problems? I had this one teacher that really didn't understand it. And we kind of almost felt that she kind of didn't like me as much because of it. But aside from that, most of my teachers that knew about it really didn't care. If they did care, they would keep it to themselves. And it wasn't that big of a problem when it came to like academics or like disciplinary. The next question is from Jesse from Georgia. I'm curious, how did it affect you or how did you handle it 
when others might have condemned your family structure? Like, did you ever have a friend or family or teachers try to convince you that your parents were morally wrong? My kids grow up in a Bible belt and with very religious extended family. And my fear is that someone might try to tell them that their mommy's going to hell or some nonsense like that. Well, the last part about how you said that somebody told you about how their mommy is going to hell. I actually had that similar experience, too, where someone knew about how my parents were in a poly relationship. And they basically told me that both of my moms were going to go to hell because they were bisexual. And that the only way they would be able to fix that is that they changed back in the eyes of God. And I was kind of angry about that. And I kind of just left it alone. But we've had some problems in the past where people will, you know, have problems with me because of how my family is different from theirs. And some families, unfortunately, treat their children not to accept new things like poly relationships or gay or non-monogamous relationships that are not normal in the eyes of society. And so how did you handle that situation? Well, I usually was very angry about that, and I tried to just keep it to myself to avoid any conflicts. And I would tell my mom about it, and she would just tell me to let it go. All right, our next question is from Christina from Oregon. As a poly kid, what's your views on poly marriage? Well, I mean, I definitely view poly marriage as a positive thing, because if I felt it was a negative thing, then why would I be on this poly con? Uh, All right, so our next question is uh, from Winter Bloom from Maryland. What, if anything, do you see as a negative to this type of family structure? What you would see in any relationship. You might have some arguing, you might have some conflicts, but aside from that, it's pretty much a normal family. Our next question is from Lisa from PA. A unicorn here is currently helping to co-parent my couple's two-year-old. If you could make the trade, would you give up your parents being Polly and having Amanda as one of your parents to have a normal life? I'm concerned that our daughter may one day resent me. Do you ever resent Amanda for taking away your chance to have a normal slash traditional life? I really don't see that as thing I would trade. I mean, she's been a family for like two or three years now, and she's family. I wouldn't trade her out to have a normal life because she isn't part of my family now. All right. The next one is from Sean from Florida. He says, hey, man cub, you're a teenager, so you might be dating or you will be. In the future, if a girlfriend told you they wanted an open relationship, would you? how would you handle that? Oh, you've got to think about this one because you haven't really seriously dated yet. <laughs> I haven't dated at all. <laughs> I would be cool with her having different partners, but I'd probably stick with just her because I... I approve of poly relationships, but I don't think I have the time for a poly relationship. I had to think for a <laughs> long time about that. <laughs> that one made you laugh. I told you some of these were going to make you laugh. All right. So Christina from Virginia says, we are thinking about growing our family. We are at MFM triad and I'm already have a five-year-old with my husband. If Amanda and Rigel were to have a child, how would you feel about that? Would you call the child your stepsister slash stepbrother or just brother or sister? Would you consider that child a sibling at all? And we'll pause right here. You don't know what MFM means? Yeah, actually, you know what? You can unpause this. I'm going to say no offense, but what is MF blah, 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 blah. I mean. All right. So let me explain this to Man Cub. So what an MFM is, it's it's male, female, male. 
So that means two men and one woman versus like your family where you have two moms. That would be like FFM. Yes, that's what, that's the relationship that your parents have. Yeah. So her and her husband already have a five-year-old and they are, she's talking about having a child with the other partner. The other partner. Yeah. So what she's asking is if Amanda and dad were to have a baby, would you consider that person a brother or sister? Absolutely. Because they were, they joined the family and as long as they join the family, whether they're adopted or they're born into the family, then I still believe that they will be part of this family, not as a stepbrother or stepsister, but as a brother and a sister. So James from Maine says, has your parents being poly affected your views on your own relationships or your sexual orientation? What's your sexual orientation? And do you think you'll be poly one day? So I hear this common misconception that if your parents are in a poly relationship or your parents are gay, that you're going to follow them and be in a poly relationship and you're going to be gay or bisexual. And I don't believe that at all. I think that what their thing is their thing and what my beliefs for my relationships are my beliefs and what they want to do in their relationships, that's up to them. And I am a straight monogamous male that for my relationships, I want to be dating one person and I don't want to be committed to two people or more than one person. I just want to be committed to that one person that I like. Okay, this one's funny. So Mary from California says, when you grow up and have kids, how do you plan to explain to them about their grandparents? Will, who will be the grandma? You're not ready for kids. Sorry, man. <laughs> I'm only 14. I shouldn't be thinking about this yet. I should be thinking about Assassin's Creed. I think that before I have to explain to my kids about what my grandparents are, they'll already know what's going on. They're going to know all of what I know when they're like five. I'm going to explain to them what Polly is. I'm going to explain to them how relationships can work for more than one person. So when it's time to tell them that my grandparents, that their grandparents are in a poly relationship, they're already going to know what's up. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's grandma, that's grandma, and that's granddad. Awesome. So me and Amanda will both be grandma, huh? It's going to be like grandma one and grandma two. All right. So I'm going to pick up the last two questions because Cassie had to go and uh, get on a call. So. This question is from Nicole in Maryland. What is a piece of advice you would give to other kids in poly families? Accept your parents' relationship. You can know about it. You can, you can be open. You can, you can be open. That's up to you. But if you're comfortable with your parents being in a poly relationship, that's great because you should accept your parents for who they are. Okay. And this one is from, this is actually the last question, unless you want to do the speed round. So this is Olivia. From Colorado, from the perspective of a child raised in a poly home, what should other poly parents know about raising kiddos? What advice do you have for poly parents? Be on top of your kids because your kids are going to be sneaky. (laughs) They got a lot less to get away with with multiple adults, don't they? Yeah, no. Yeah, I can't get away with anything anymore. (laughs) Anything else? Um, that's pretty much it. All right. Do you want to do the speed round or are you done? All right, I'll do the speed round. All right, so we've got a a special speed round for Man Cub. We changed some of the questions here. Uh, All right, what is something you're not very good at? Jokes. (laughs) 
<laughs> See, but when you're not trying, you're funny. What is the best piece of relationship advice you've ever received? If you have one. How about the best piece of life advice? Follow through with what you're going to do. What are three things you couldn't live without? Video games, Chipotle, and homework because it gives me something to do. What is your favorite sports team? Bayhawks. What is a book you would recommend? Warriors Into the Forest. What is your biggest fear? The dark. Uh, what's the most exciting or adventurous thing you've ever done? Climbed a 60-foot wall. Who is your movie star or TV or other famous person crush? Rihanna. We're past the Hannah Montana phase now. That was a Hannah Montana phase? <laughs> you don't remember? No, I don't. There was a long Hannah Montana phase. Oh, geez. Tell me something that's true that most people don't agree with you about. My parents' relationship. Okay. And what is your favorite charity or organization? The It Gets Better Project. And why is that? Why should people check them out? Because they donate money to helping teens that are in the LGBT community get help when they have depression or any other uh, anxieties or problems because students will bully them. So uh, I think when we had initially agreed to do this, that both he and us uh, expected him to get some kind of uh, happy, fun questions. And what we found is that actually the questions that we got for the most part were very serious, very heavy, very emotional questions. And, you know, I, I think it's good because I think those are the questions on people's minds are the questions that people need to have answered. Uh, but at the same time, I think it was a lot, a lot harder on the kid and a lot less fun than he expected it to be or than we expected to be. So we're putting this out. I think you will find it insightful. I think you will find it helpful. Um, I don't know if we're going to be doing this again, but I think it's valuable. I think the kid poured his heart out and I think it's good stuff for people to hear. So until next time.